for tuning in I want to thank you for just taking some time to be with me this morning nice and bright and sunny out there it's still cold yes but we're getting through this spring is just around the corner can you imagine I tell you it's I'm looking forward to spring so much I mean the farmers markets being able to get out and do more things okay admittedly yes i know i live in a state that's cold it's a frozen tundra but you gotta know that i love to be outside in the sun doing stuff especially if it has anything to do with uh food (laughs) you know i love to get out and uh, do all these different activities in reference to food so i mean Gosh, I know I talked about farmer's markets. That's like the main one, especially when spring comes around. That's like one of the very first things that I'm looking forward to. Anyway, I say all of that to once again say thank you for just taking the time to be with me this morning, sitting down with me and just having a conversation or, you know, hearing some topics about uh, food, different food topics. One is an event that I'm excited to tell you all about that just recently happened. So, um, I don't know. It it had happened, and I mentioned it maybe about two shows ago, and even last week's show about uh, Chef Jametta Raspberry and Mecca Boss. But we'll get into that very shortly. First and foremost, uh, I want to give you the telephone number so that you will have an opportunity to speak to me here at the radio station on air. That is 651-200-3479. Once again, 651-200-3479. I want to also encourage you, definitely, you know, please follow me on Facebook or on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, Facebook is, as you know, the Unbougie Foodie. Twitter is at Unbougie Foodie. Instagram is the underscore uh, Unbougie Foodie. And I also have my own website as well. I That is www.theunbougiefoodie.com. It will give you an opportunity to hear past episodes of the show. Um, even though the shows are recorded live. Uh, well, I just said it. <laughs> they're live, but they're recorded. Um, so that they're made available. So, you know, 
if you've missed one, you can definitely catch up uh, on the conversation. So once again, thank you all so much for tuning in. There's a like a lot of information that I want to talk about and, and just share um, some events that are actually happening. I'm going to tell you about one that's like happening right now. And it's called Tiger Bite Jerky. And it's right here in in what Dayton's Bluff area. So specifically, where are they located? And I have the address. Ah, there it is. 913 Payne Avenue. Uh, Tiger Bite Jerky. If you've never had them before, they are um, uh, uh, Asian or I believe it might be Hmong actually. But anyway, the jerky is really awesome. Uh, I think I had a, uh, I think I had a tasting of it maybe some time ago, somewhere else. I don't, I can't remember where, but it is going to be, it's starting already at 10 o'clock. Um, and it will also be t- today and tomorrow. So 10 o'clock all the way till, uh, to four. And that's for again as i mentioned today and tomorrow march 16th and march 17th the address is 913 Payne avenue uh, st paul minnesota 55130 um, the owners will actually be selling tiger bite jerky so if you haven't tried it you know this really is the time um, they have samples for you to give away they encourage you definitely uh, go down especially if you like jerky um, wide variety um, of types that are supposedly available. So I am definitely interested. Um, I want to give a shout out to them. Um, just saying, hey, thanks for having something like this in the community. Um, yeah, it, it should be a lot of fun. Make sure you stop by them and, and tell them that you heard it on the Unbougie Foodie at WEQY 104.7, the voice of the East Side. <laughs> So there's more. That's just one because, you know, it's early and want you to get out there and try to start doing some other activities as well. So just giving you an opportunity to do something different. Here's another event that I want to mention. And even though right now March is a celebration of Women's History Month, uh, it doesn't have to end, you know, in March, I mean, we celebrate women, we celebrate ourselves, period, or should be, year-round, um, as we create opportunities to do things, uh, especially in the culinary industry, yeah, it doesn't have to stop in just one month, even though it is dedicated specifically to, you know, March, uh, you know, there are other activities that are also going on as well. Here, this specific, if you would, um, uh, this specific event um, is very interesting. Lindale, uh, Lynn, uh, excuse me, the Lynn Hall uh, and Union Kitchen, they actually have an event that they are going to be hosting. And it is called Insiders or Outsiders. Who owns Asian food? And they have been a group or, or organization, specifically Lynn Hall, I'm referring to, they're a restaurant. Um, they have supported different 
organizations in reference to women, people of color, uh, the culinary industry overall. Um, I remember recently I'd gone to an event that talked about the trauma that uh, culinary the individuals of the culinary industry um, suffer uh, either the front of the house, or the back of the house, um, all aspects of it. And, you know, these are individuals that need some type of um, mental encouragement or improvement. Um, so here, this one, this is a totally different, if you would, event. Uh, again, it's called Insiders or Outsiders. Who owns uh, Asian food? That is going to be April 8th. 2019 at 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. at Lynn Hall. And if you're not familiar with where Lynn Hall is, it's at 2640 Lynn, Lindale Avenue. And I would encourage you to go on Facebook to actually see the event. It talks more about it, but let's just say that this is a hot topic. <laughs> you know, if you're not familiar with uh, maybe certain restaurants that have proposed being uh, better than other Asian restaurants, I will say, and that feel that they can come into the state or into the city and teach other people about how to really do Asian food. Yeah, that's what this conversation is about, because who is who really does have that opportunity to, to say, well, I am a person that knows more about Asian, so you can't talk about it or you can't create a dish or create any type of cuisine behind it. Um, there's a lot more behind it. And even though, you know, it's giving you an opportunity to have a discussion, there are a number of chefs that are going to be involved. Um, James Beard Award winners, uh, ones that have been nominated, but very popular and familiar. Um, Anna Med, she's the owner and executive chef at um, Lat 14. Um, uh, um, and I always pronounce this wrong, this restaurant. It's I think it's Yang, <laughs> Vietnamese Bistro. Um, uh, that is uh, Hai Chun. He's the chef and owner of Young um, Vietnamese rest, uh, Bistro. And then Chef Yia Vang. You've heard me talk about Chef Yia Vang, uh, a Hmong chef. Um, he is a chef and owner at uh, Union Kitchen. So it's going to be very, very engaging. And people real you'll really enjoy yourself by hearing not only the stories that they have behind it, but most likely their opinions on this overall conversation that is permeating within Minnesota, because really it affected Minnesota, specifically Minneapolis and St. Paul, I think very strongly. I mean magazines wrote about it and of course our own local um articles and, and publications such as city pages wrote about it and some of them were very scathing <laughs> some of them you know many waited to see what was the public's opinion going to be like what did they feel that did this person really have the right to say that um yeah you you just have to be at this event so again that's going to be April 8th uh, at Lynn Hall. Again, Lynn Hall is located at 2640 Lindell Avenue. That's Minneapolis, Minnesota. Um, on April 8th, it's going to be from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. So definitely check them out. The event on Facebook is called Insiders or Outsiders Who Owns Asian Food? And 
I, I, you don't want to miss it, especially if you were involved with that conversation or know of the conversation and you want to learn more about it. Definitely make sure that you are, um, I don't know, following with the event. Maybe you want to share with people. I don't know. Whatever you'd like to do. I can't tell you what to do, <laughs> but certainly I want to encourage you to, you know, if anything, be involved. If you have, if these are the type of conversations that we want to have. And I only mention it because one, it is about food, but it's also about people's cultures as well. Um, we definitely, I'm not one to preach about, you know, culture this or culture that and respecting, but I think just as a, as a human being. Uh, respecting everyone's culture and understanding to disparage someone's culture says a lot about you in a very negative fashion and I know we don't live in a perfect world but still when it comes down to food we you know people try to tend to be positive and happy and you want food brings people together we talked about this I've talked about this and mentioned it and many others that have been on the show um, you know they will also feel that same way or um, belie that same sediment so yeah I'm, I'm, if you're interested that <laughs> event is out there <laughs> that was a lot sorry <laughs> I guess I was feeling kind of a lot about that so yeah I, w I would love to hear your opinion on that as well if you have an opinion uh, and would like to share it please feel free to you know call into the radio station that telephone number, once again, is 651-200-3479. I might have to put somebody on the spot. I tell you, some people. <laughs> I'm just going to say, I will say, I'm, I'm, I'm going to just say, I did not get an opportunity to go to an event wonderful event that i mentioned last week in last week's show um i believe it was about liberian food and i talked about it on the show i even shout, gave a shout out to someone and said thank you miss kartumu king you know for putting that information out there because i you know i for me i've not had the opportunity to really uh, really taste uh, or enjoy um liberian food i mean for myself my parents, they're from Central America. And so friends that I do have that are Liberian and we have these conversations, they're like, wait, how do you know about that? I'm like, because I, my parents are from such and such or whatever. And they're like, how close are you with that type of cuisine or with that type of culture? I'm like, it seems like we're very similar because the, 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 the conversations or the way that we were raised as children and so forth, I'm like, my mom did such and such. They're like, what? My mom did that? Anyway, I'm sorry. I'm getting off topic. I need to get back on the food. But the Liberian post that Miss Kartumu King put out there, I want to give her a shout out once again because uh, whoop, whoop. Uh, I saw it on, uh, they were going, doing Facebook Live and everything. And there were people that were there. And I was like, okay, this is really awesome. It's a shame I didn't get to go there because that's my own fault. <laughs> but I gave it a shout out. So it looked like everybody was having a really great time. So I'm excited about that. Um, I don't know. Uh, I'm trying to multitask and everything. <laughs> um I want to, the next thing, the next event, actually, I want to uh, mention about, 
the next thing I want to mention about, of course, you know, is, is about food. I, I, I had my, so there was Tiger Bite, there was Insiders and Outsiders. Oh, okay, so I don't know about this. I A friend showed me this, um, I guess it's a, hmm, so apparently this is someone that has there's a new restaurant that's actually coming uh is it saint or where is it where is it minneapolis apparently it's a food network personality that's going to be coming to minneapolis uh and specifically (laughs) eater they uh, talked about this in their in one of their articles that they wrote, uh, they are going to have this food personality. Um, I think his name is Josh Head Headquick Headquisk. Uh, it states that he's going to be bringing tableside mozzarella pulling to Julia. I think I believe it is that a, if that's what it's called, but it's under construction and. Yeah, they said that he appeared on Food Network and competed on some shows. I don't know. I I'm going to give it a try. I am not giving a negative or review or or anything about it. I think I don't know. We really have to see how it actually does in um the Twin Cities, uh, you know, to the Twin Cities is becoming, it really is becoming a, a bed of, of food creativity. And I know that a number of individuals are coming in or they're proposing certain things uh, for the city or for, you know, ven- venues and so whatnot. Yeah. I think we have to give it an opportunity to to actually see how it how it does how it does yeah um, we'll leave it at that just know that it's supposed to be a I guess opening I believe think it's supposed to be opening in april if i'm not mistaken anyway as it as the time comes right now it is in it's under construction or they're working on it currently at this time so as we learn more information we'll definitely uh give you you know some more thoughts on that and who knows maybe we'll have an opportunity to taste it and see what it's like i you know i don't know Okay, so so there's the up on the roller coaster. The down on the roller coaster. Oh boy. I I just don't know. I see, I have to actually go there. There have been so many friends that have said, you need to go to just us, just us, and I've not had the opportunity. And always I have to make time. I really do have to make time. 
and this is scary because oh my goodness okay so if you're not familiar with um just us it's a saint paul restaurant um gosh what, what it's at the corner of something i think it's like wabasha and fifth i think or um wall on fifth i can't remember what street that is anyway it's in downtown saint paul they're closing y'all they're closing this is so so sad i mean literally they've only been they've been open less than a year maybe about i don't know six months dang it it's not fair <laughs> but there is a reason for that and it's not a good reason either unfortunately um i don't know how prime and how down in St. Paul, how some of these businesses and areas are, you know, prime for real estate in the sense of, you know, housing or building something for a residence. Uh, here, this restaurant is bringing something different to St. Paul, something wonderful because people have talked about this experience and going there and saying, oh, you have to go there, especially like on a Tuesday night. Um, they have this special that goes on. I even mentioned it myself, admittedly, but you know, you could only talk about someplace um, to a certain extent. You know, I what I this show is, you know, introducing the community to new restaurants or places that are in the community um, you know i would give you a more in-depth feeling or or thought process on you know how it tastes you'll see pictures or whatnot but yeah i i'm saddened by this i really am i i feel so uh, this is just it's hurtful <laughs> Because here, you know, they were bringing something truly different. Um, it was an experience where I think the first thing when we heard about them at Just Us, it was you can have a, a meal and then your drinks or a beer or something would be free. Um, of course, it worked out in a different type of way because it was like all encompassing. I mean, you're, what you were paying for was all encompassing and it just ha happened to you know, your meal was paired with a beer or paired with some type of, you know, some type of beverage. Um, but you actually have to have gone there to really experience it. And I definitely don't know if they're going to be open. Ugh, it's just so sad. I don't know. But like I said, there's a reason for it. Development company is planning to remodel the units above them. Um, and they're raising the rent. You know, I mean, that's that's just it. And it's at an exorbitant amount that, you know, people just can't afford it. You know, and here you have a restaurant that is bringing some, you know, a character, personality and whatnot to the community. And uh, I tell you, it hurts. Grateful. <laughs> uh, uh, I tell you. But I'm I'm just gonna give him a shout out and basically say, listen, you know, and I was right about that, by the way. They are at the corner of Fifth and Wabasha, so four six five Wabasha Street North, um, you know, Saint Paul, Minnesota five five one zero two. 
<sighs> they are open right now. And I'm just so sad. So sad. Uh, and they have some wonderful stuff looking on their menu. Clearly on their Facebook page, they uh, they stated, you know, on March 14th, like, no, they stated, and this is their statement, you know, we regret to inform you that come April 20th, we'll be closing our doors at our St. Paul location. Uh, the building we are located in uh, includes our space and the Viking Apartments was recently purchased by a development company that plans to remodel the units above us, uh, consequently displacing all of the current tenants, most of which who have lived there for over a decade and are disabled or on disability, social security, so on and so forth. Um, these are their neighbors. You know, said, these are our neighbors. We've grown to love and respect these people. Our hearts break for them during this time period. Many of them will end up without housing or in shelters. That's just, I, I didn't even get down to the bottom portion of the actual further body into the, the statement. But I, in my head, I was just thinking it's incredible. But one of the very first few words and like a, two paragraphs down was, it's been an incredible experience serving you all this past year. All of us have cried, sweat, bled, and most importantly, learned so much during this time. Yeah. Uh, I tell you. I, I just feel that we need to get down there and just support them. And believe me, if it's myself, um, I will I will definitely be going. That, that's just it. I, I've got to make myself go for sure. And it says, big news. It was fun while it lasted. Closing our doors for good on April 20th. You know, see the caption. Uh, it's hurtful. Boo, hiss. <laughs> Development companies taking away wonderful spaces for food. I tell you. Ugh. I just feel I need to actually go down there like really enjoy like I don't know if they I think they have a brunch I would assume but that would be awesome it really would be awesome Ugh. so that is one of the lows that's one of the lows that's what happens when you have one of the lows Ugh. I tell you it's it's not easy when I don't know when you have a good thing and then all of a sudden it's just kind of like snatched away from you i don't know i i would really love to hear um, your viewpoint on that so if you have anything that you'd love to share regarding that uh please feel free to give me a call here at the radio station that's 651-200-3479 um again that's 651-200-3479 yeah, let me let me hear your viewpoint. You know, how do you feel about you know a restaurant that you've gone to, or maybe not that you haven't gone to, but you've you've heard about, you've not had the opportunity to actually go to? Um, what do you think? Why that happens? You know, I would love to hear you know about that. Hear your viewpoint. Okay, so this is a segment that I'm actually going to. I guess come to
and uh sorry about that uh come to and uh i was trying to get a, a file ready so i have a you know recording ready so i could play for you all um i want to give this shout out to and we've had them on the show chef jameda raspberry um, mecca boss there are so many different chefs that had came out chef jared um gerard gerard class um chef uh, jason libel um, Chef Lachelle Cunningham, Chef Anamed was there, Chef Shack, um, you know, the ladies that run Chef Shack, the, the chefs that run Chef Shack, uh, just all these wonderful creative individuals. And there were others that I probably have not not familiar with or haven't had the opportunity to meet, but they hosted this wonderful event called She Cooks. And you know, I'll, I'll kind of give you a, <laughs> I, while I was there, I wanted to be, let everybody get engrossed in what was happening. So of course I'm sitting there with a microphone and I'm trying to eat food too at the same time, which is, <laughs> it's kind of odd, but that's okay. <laughs> um, it was just really enjoyable to actually be there and I don't know. Um, yeah, just <laughs> taste the food, be in the moment, uh, the atmosphere. And so, okay, this is going to be kind of like raw, <laughs> um, but in a good way, uh, because um, you'll hear, you'll definitely hear myself, but you will hear the the people in the background. I mean, really enjoying um, each other's company the gosh the the food was just so good but again it was called she cooks the house of gristle let me make that very clear it was really an introduction to the house of gristle and you know we've learned in the past what the house of gristle was previously so i kind of want to bring that you know out let you all know what it was about so hopefully um, you'll enjoy the these little sound bites and I'll cut in every now and then just to kind of like let you know what's going on. But truly, uh, it was a wonderful experience. They're going to be having some more. So I will definitely be letting you know about them, too. So I want you to check it out. And if you're interested in knowing where Chef Shack is located, they are at 3025 East Franklin Avenue. And you're probably wondering, what is he actually doing at Chef Shack? Well, there's a pop-up for the House of Gristle that is actually going on. And it's called She Cooks. And it's with Jametta Raspberry and Mecca Boss. Uh, it's a themed dinner. And it's celebrating women in the culinary industry, specifically for National Women's History Month. I'm here just enjoying the event giving you an opportunity to hear, you know, what goes on at events such as, as this. Um, thanks so much for tuning in, as always. Uh, you could hear my show every Saturday at 10 a.m. right at WEQY 104.7, the voice of the East Side. In just a moment, I'll be interviewing a few people to give you an idea of what this event is about and their thoughts and opinions. So thanks for sticking around and checking us out. So that just gave you a little bit of glimpse of what I started doing. 
uh, for the night. Notice how you know the, the, the atmosphere behind was, it was just a lot of fun. <laughs> it really, really was. So, you know, there's going to be some more interjections that I'm going to share with you as well. Um, I think there was a, a, a statement or two by the by the chefs that you know they talked about um, what it meant for them to actually come up with this this concept and this idea. Um, yeah, so like I said, this is going to be kind of like interactive, and you know how I'm trying to do things a little bit differently. So I'm trying to make sure that you're involved and almost like you were there at the event. So. Yeah, the next one coming up, I believe, is also talking just about the about it, period. So let's try to check that out as well. At House of Gristle and the, the pop-up event called She Cooks. As you know, I'm the unbougie foodie, and you can listen to my show every Saturday at 10 a.m. I'm just trying to give you an opportunity to find out what the event is like. Uh, I'm trying to capture the atmosphere. One of the first things that I had was hot tamale soup shooter with a corn crisp. And it was a wonderful flavor. And that corn crisp added that little bit of texture as well. Um, it's described as being an African-American tradition tamale made from machine extruded cornmeal wrapped in paper, traditionally sold as a Chicago style hot dog, at Chicago style hot dog stands. So they're just trying to give their own take on it. There are many other things uh, that are on the menu. Um, it's a wonderful cuisine. And one of the other things that I've tasted already was this crab caramel chicken wings. I'm telling you, y'all, if you are not at this event, you are truly missing out because it is a wonderful, wonderful flavor. These chicken wings, uh, this caramel, I'm telling you. They're, there's something called uh, like pomelo salad, and I'm probably gonna have that next. But from what I hear from folks, a little bit of a kick, but it tastes very good. A little fresh, light, but uh, a very good taste. I'm hoping to get an opportunity to taste so many other things. Pulled pork is also on the menu, and I see oyster mushroom waffle. So that seems interesting as well. So I'll check, uh, I'll check back in with you all shortly. But as always, thank you all so much for tuning in and for listening. I will get back to you with more of House of Gristle and the pop-up event called She Cooks. <laughs> it's really enjoyable to actually have those moments um, and be able to share with you all as well because... Uh, I can't really, I mean, I can only describe the food a certain type of way. And even though, you know, I talk about um, one or two of the items that are on the menu, um, there was, there was so much there. I, it was, it was, it varied. Um, it took you to levels of spice and sweetness, some acid. And, you know, it reminds me, it, not at all am I trying to talk about, you know, or bring in you know, Netflix or anything because it's not being sponsored by you know there's no sponsorship or so forth that's associated with this broadcast uh, but uh, if you've not there's also a cookbook um, by I believe the young lady is her name is Samin Ramat I believe um, but it's salt fat acid heat and as I was sitting here and I was describing it to you all 
that's what I was thinking of because literally we had the salt, we had the fat, we had the, the acid, and we definitely had the heat. Um, a few of the different things that were on the menu, and I already talked some more of the things I should say that were on the menu, and I already mentioned like one or two uh, that I personally had at that time that we did the, I did that uh, recording, um, that hot tamale soup uh, with the corn crisp. Um, it was just in a small, it was, it literally was a shooter. Um, so in a small, I suppose, eight to 10 ounce container that you would normally take. Let's just say, I won't say adult beverage, but medicine. <laughs> there you go. This was medicine for the soul. <laughs> so <laughs> basically it was just in a small um, shooter um, container and you just took it. I mean, it was probably two shots if you would and again that corn crisp it gave it that extra um, texture but it had so much flavor there was something called um and what is it i want to say i want to say uh what was it i'll tell you my rotation was off for a second Oh, okay it's called bunny chow and i'll describe it it was a small version of south african street food that uses a quarter loaf of bread as you know it's and i'll describe how they put it as a transport vessel um, so basically you have uh, the meat or these ingredients that uses the bread almost like I don't know as a container <laughs> uh, so I mean it's a wonderful description by saying a transport vessel because it literally sits in the middle of the bread um, but it's just it had flavor it had some a spice and the meat was just cooked so perfectly and it, the bread that they used was awesome uh, it goes on they go on to describe it as being during apartheid black South Africans were not allowed to dine in restaurants so vendors sold them uh, curry out of black uh, out of back windows um this actually pays homage to those that couldn't get their place at the table so that's actually telling quite a bit of um the reason or what uh, the house of gristle is is bringing uh and what they are planning to do with it for it um gosh uh, so many other things remember that crab uh caramel chicken wings uh, it is a crab paste uh, that's made from the meat of fresh crabs, uh, salt dried um, and salted and fermented uh, that provides a soft paste uh, as a textured seasoning. So it, there was someone that was sitting across from me um, while we're, we're just really enjoying the food and enjoying each other's company. <laughs> she and her daughter, well, she, uh, she and her mom, she was, uh, I can't forget, I can't remember their names, and they briefly told me, but they were like, I don't know, am I eating a crab cake, or am I eating a chicken wing? I, I can't tell, because, I, you know, I get the taste of the, of the kind of like a crab cake, but then I bite into it, and I know that it's chicken, and it's flavored, and it's seasoned, and yeah, I thought that was just like <laughs> the, the cutest thing. It was so 
it was awesome you know both of them enjoyed the food so much and they were friends of chef Jametta. um she apparently had catered for them in the past so it was awesome to have them there and to give some perspective on the, the different types of foods that you know they were offering um yeah i i, I was like okay all right uh, I want to kind of get, I'm hoping that this next one, this is like a tip, it's all raw and live, y'all. So I think this was the time that um, the chefs were, they were getting together or I may have had a, actually an interview. So let's check this out and go back to uh, that time at Chef Shack and She Cooks. I was told that actually for years, for over a decade. 
can't, you won't be an executive chef, you can't be a sous chef, you can't be anything. You know, all you do is come to work and cook. That's all you're supposed to do. And I did it. I did it. It was fine. I actually enjoyed it. Did you? Um, yeah, so <laughs> it was, so it dawned on me, it's like, what, why when, why I think like the best things are defined as the worst, which is kind of um, the plight of the black woman or man. It's like black people are really good at taking amazing, you know, negative things, bad things. I don't even want to call them that and, and, and creating just great gold gems, um, beauty out of it. So um, I'm just doing my job. Um, I do, I'm doing what was in me in the first place and I just felt propelled to make House of Gristle bigger than just a restaurant. And the idea is to build wealth for women, to build wealth for people of color in, in, in the only way that I know how, which is food. And so anything that we do, um, if you invest a dollar with House of Gristle, if you invest a dollar with me or NECA or any of these parties, you're investing in pushing a conversation forward, um, moving a culture forward, taking care of people, making sure they are getting paid livable wage. All of those things are me, are our conversations. When we go and we meet people, we're like, how are we going to make this affordable? How are we going to make this accessible? Who are we going to give ownership to? Um, you know, the, what I want is to bring women in the kitchen, bring people of color in the kitchen, be like, do your thing, do your thing. I trust you, I believe you, you know? And hopefully you'll own your own thing one day. And for me, it was like, let's just do it. So, um, yeah. So we're trying to It's such a great moment. I mean, I wanted to, you know, let the whole entire thing play, but it was, it, I, I felt it was important to just record all of that and to give you an idea of these strong women um, and what their thought process uh, is for Gristle, what they want to bring to the Twin Cities. And, you know, I learned something um, I had an opportunity to hang out with Chef Jametta Raspberry last week. And one of the things that we did that she invited me to was to go and listen to Robert Townsend. Um, basically the making of the five heartbeats. And, you know, I'll get to my point in just a moment. But, you know, the five heartbeats, it's like a classic movie uh, it didn't get the props that it, it should have um, at least not at the time when it initially came out but eventually it it does it did um, it has but I say all of that you know in listening to this documentary and then listening to Mr. Robert Townsend that um, afternoon one of the main things that I've learned or that I've appreciated is he said because someone asked the question what about these young people you know today that are want to be want to be entrepreneurs or I'll put it towards the culinary that want to be a chef that want to have something about um, food the food industry or just want to be involved and get out there as much as we want things so quickly to happen and it needs to happen now it needs to happen now the one thing that I remember that stood out more than anything 
he said, go slow. And that might seem counterintuitive, um, but the reason why is because if you don't take the time to learn how to do something and you try to quickly go into it haphazardly, it does not turn out well for you. And again, once again, learn that, have learned that. And Chef Jamera and Mecca, I think being around them, they've also helped. They show that they appreciate that that point as well. Even though they're making moves and doing things that are like, wow, you know, they're they're really, you know, making things happen. I honestly believe too that they they realize that we have to take things slow. Um, we have to be very precise, very calculated with it. Um, yeah, and by them doing these different pop ups and, and events and so forth, I think it's it really is showing that they put definite thought and purpose. And they're being determined about it. Uh, I had an opportunity to also interview um, other individuals or individuals that were there uh, as well. And I want to also I want to share those those moments, too. So we have a little bit of time. And so I'll try to get through as many as I can. But I'll interject every now and then. So uh, let's see if we could check out one of them. listen in as we're just enjoying this atmosphere uh, but most importantly right now I have one of the chefs of she cooks house of gristle yes 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 miss mm-hmm. <laughs> Jametta raspberry I'm no correction chef chef Jametta raspberry <laughs> yes yeah. yes how are Sister, you, Leslie? Thank you so much for you and Mecca putting on this wonderful event. Um, words cannot express the. It's a pleasure to be here and be able to share this moment with both of you and just with all these folks. Um, I want you to just kind of like say a few words. I know I recorded you all a little bit more previously before, but I just want to kind of like get a more intimate discussion uh, with you about this event. Mm -hmm. This event for me has been like (laughs) when you when you have a baby and you um, you try to teach it to walk or something and it takes its first step and you sit and you watch. Right. And then you're like, oh, maybe you need some assistance or maybe you need a ledge to hang on to where you're like, I'll help the baby. This is, it feels like that. And so this is the first um, execution of the dream and the vision. Like, it wasn't easy to translate from what's in your mind to on a table. That was my most... Uh, biggest challenge was like what is it going to look like? What is it going to feel like? I mean I know what I like of course, and I like a lot a lot of stuff and that was like how do, how do you hone in on that? Like you're trying to 
present yourself without being, with still being humble, being like, you know, if you don't like it, that's fine. But um, I'm not, didn't approach this in a way like, I know what's fun. This is what's good and tasty and you're going to like it, enjoy it, and you're going to pay this amount of money. That wasn't really the thing. It was like, I, I like good things and I want to share them with people but I want to be in the same room with them too exactly. yeah so I kind of we in the beginning of this night everyone was like what do we do they didn't know how to eat like people were coming back like how to eat I'm, t- I'm trying to tell you oh, like Lord. I didn't understand I was like, what are these just... people talking about? They didn't know how to eat. I'm like, listen, I'm picking up a chicken yeah, wing. Chicken wing I'm just... picking up stuff. Yeah, yeah. You can come on. No, come right over. We Brian's don't mind. Here. Come right over. Yeah. We're having more friends, uh, you know, join us while I'm having this conversation with Chef Jametta. But please, feel free, you know, make your comment. We're... We'll get back to you, Chef Jametta. But tell us what, what you felt about tonight. And it what... was amazing. Uh... I'm shy now. What? <laughs> Don't be shy now. I mean, the food was awesome. Come the on. The food was amazing. It was great. It was so good. It really was. She never was. disappoints. Brian has helped me on multiple occasions. Multiple occasions. <laughs> For free. For free. Almost. Oh, alcohol. Yeah. Oh. Alcohol. Nice. Yeah, alcohol. Like, I yeah. needed someone who um, I could depend on whenever Brian was there. Brian was with me with all the cooking competitions last year. Those are rough. And, so awesome. Yeah, and just being like, I want to do this. I want to do that. And being be like, well, do it. I don't care. Like, whatever. Like, well, will you be there? Yeah. You got support. <laughs> you got support. So, yeah, Brian's awesome. I'm so happy to see that's everything I was about to say right now. Good. Well, he He's me. also the guy that's in the picture of me eating this, the pig skin. Oh, oh my goodness. He's right behind me. Like, <laughs> the guy who made the paper. I, I know, you sent that You're to so me. You're so I was like, I don't remember taking that photo. Oh, nice. <laughs> Start drinking at 8 in the morning. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Well, I mean, what, what we were doing right now, I mean... Um, you're probably not familiar with me, but Chef Jametta is familiar with what I do. I have a radio show on the east side of St. Paul. It's called The Umbuji Foodie. And we've been in contact quite often and just having an opportunity to be in the creative space that she and Mecca Boss and so many other young women are in. It's been really a wonderful opportunity to kind of like share this moment with you and know that there's so much there's so much more that's going to be happening for you that's going to grow and that's just going to take off this is just the stepping stone right now and you've already laid a, a foundation to what folks can expect for the future this was definitely an event of if you ain't here you missed you out, missed out <laughs> you missed out I love it sorry mm-hmm. and that's okay but that's like like I, I posted today, this is just the tip of the iceberg. I mean, we have the final floor party that oh my we're goodness. preparing for 500 people there. Good heavens. Um, we were asked to do Koshong, so we're doing a... Hello! We are going to be there! Yeah. <laughs> nice. And I'm getting two VIP tickets. I was like, I get free tickets. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been. Um, what else are we doing? 
I'm oh. doing something for the ceramics convention in like a week or two. And that's, there's like a thousand people. Oh there. my goodness. We are doing the Damit um, Damit fundraiser at the end of the month. There's so much. So many things that are like all kinds of levels of <laughs> It was so exciting to actually <laughs> sit down and have that interview with her. Uh just seeing her in her her element and everything it was it was really awesome it was so much fun oh my goodness i yeah it was a, it was a lot of lot of fun i had the opportunity to also interview her mom too which was really really cool and i think that needs to actually you know be talked about as well very briefly so let's sit in on a chat with that too i have two wonderful chefs here of the Twin Cities, Chef Jason Leibel and Chef Gerard Class, and they are talking about. Okay, maybe that wasn't her mom, <laughs> but yeah, there, there, her mom was really uh, an important uh, individual that was there um, as well, and to to see her with her daughter. Um, I don't know. It was, it was fun. It was enjoyable. Um, she was so proud. I could tell that she was really proud of of her, and just just seeing it, how it she brought it, bring it was bringing it all together. I mean, you could see, you could see it in her eyes. You could see it in the way that they were very supportive of her. But. I will hopefully get that to you out next time, or I'll put it on maybe the after show of this show. Or you'll get special, you know, you'll hear it special on the actual podcast version of this show. So if, if you're interested, I would encourage you to definitely follow me to hear more information on that as well. But we have come to the top of the hour and the end of the show. Uh, so... You know, I really want to thank you so much for just sitting down with me and sharing these moments of talking about food and different events. Um, hopefully, I will have, not hopefully, I will definitely have more for you next week as well. We're going to be talking about uh, farmers markets and the ones that are going to be coming up and everything. So, yeah, get excited, people, because that's what's going to be happening. As I end every show, I want to encourage you and never to let anyone tell you what type of food you need to be because really, it is all about the food. And until next time, peace. Now, taste it. Sit down with the unbougie food day.